I'm Tiffany. I'm Saya. I'm Carol. And this is what keeps us together. Basically the group chat in your head. Living rent free. Hey. All right, y'all. So today's topic is relationships, public versus private, right? Yes. Yes. That is it. <laughs> that is it. Are you asking the audience? First of all, you wrote the agenda. So, <laughs> so glad you remember what you wrote. <laughs> Yay! So today's cultural reference will be done by Tiffany. All right, take it We're away. We're going to play a clip of um, Nick Cannon on The Breakfast Club. Mm. In the different baby mothers. That's what well, Why is. do people question that? I mean, because it, like, it's, that's a Eurocentric concept when you think about the, the ideas of like, it's, you're supposed to have this one person for the rest of your life and really that's just to classify property when you think about it I mean like when you go into that mindset if we really talk in that talk like just the idea that a man should have one woman we shouldn't have anything I have no ownership over this person like if we really talking about how we coexist and how we populate it's about what exchange can we create together so I've never really subscribed to that mentality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I understand the institution of marriage and stuff, but if we go back to what that was about, that was the classified property. That was because one a father gave another man his daughter for land. So when you really get to that concept, it's like, all right, well, we got to change all of this up because I don't want ownership over anybody. I don't have ownership of any of the uh, mothers or... It's not the number of kids. Though. Okay, so what are y'all's initial thoughts? I think we should also back up because I was trying. So Nick has had four children in the past year with four different women, right? That is my understanding. Yes. Yes. Okay. And he has seven children total, if I'm not mistaken. Jesus. So (laughs) he talked about an exchange. He exchanging. All right. (laughs) He is dropping off. (laughs) Yes. And so when we're talking about relationships and in addition to what Nick said, it has also been no secret. Like all of these women have been very public that they're having children by him. And not in relationships. That's also like exclusive relationships. relationships. I'm sorry. You're right. Well, actually, I don't know if that's been made clear. I feel like until he started talking, I wasn't sure if they... I mean, obviously they knew about each other because these babies are very, like, close in age. They're project babies. Wait, that's not obvious just because of that, but go ahead. Well, I mean, but they also, they're all posting, like, the shade room knows, so I'm assuming you know too, sis. Maybe the shade room is right. actually finding out. I mean, right. it could be, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know if, I, I didn't know that they knew that they were in a poly relationship. But that was my question. Is it polyamory? Or is he just slanging around, everyone around yeah. him? giving slanging. To go along with what he said, he doesn't want to define what it is. Maybe it's not any type of, it's not poly, it's not 
monogamous or anything. Like he, he sounds yeah, like he doesn't want to put it, clearly, right. but he sounds like he doesn't want to def- put a definition on anything. But I also think that me personally, I think that's a scapegoat. Same. It sounds like he <laughs> definitely doesn't want to be tied down to any right. of these people. But it's also interesting to hear him say, I've never subscribed to that mentality when he was a whole married, married man with his wife's name tattooed across his right. back. Huge. Who hurt you? Huge hurt tattoo. Right. What do you mean who hurt you? Mariah. We know the answer is just me. But look in the mirror. Right. I don't know. I feel like I, it seems amicable because like none of these women are out here like slandering the other women. Maybe they signed an NDA. <laughs> oh, well, what kind? Because they're also posting all the maternity right. shoots with him. Right. It's oh, I can't talk about this ninja NDA. Like I can't. But would you then also be posting positive photos yeah. with him? It's, it's like giving. It's like hand on tummy, like behind me, like prom. It's giving get, non-relationship rubbing. goals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving we're a big happy family. So I feel like if I knew you were out here having multiple children on purpose and we're in a relationship, I'm not going to post all of our happy maternity shoot pictures. But would you do it anyway? If I wasn't happy with my the father of no, my... No, no. Not that you're not happy, but like in this scenario, if you were one of these baby mothers, are you posting those photos? Yeah, the ones that he's not in. Okay. Mm. So you wouldn't let people know that Nikan was your no. baby? No. Okay. If I'm one of 16? <laughs> I wholeheartedly like, agree. 16. I don't, I'm just saying, yeah. like, well, for me don't personally. Know how out there. Yeah, like, we just know. But they seem proud. That's what, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I feel like they know. If you're going to be this proud and loud, then I feel mm. like they know about each other and they're okay with it. I do feel like they know. I do feel like they're proud. And I feel shocked by all of it. <laughs> like I just feel like uh, I don't know I'm, if I'm shocked because if you if you if you got a baby by somebody who wearing got a what baby, body, baby be a millionaire mm-hmm. that's what I'm hearing so I watch a uh, masked singer mm-hmm. and every time he's like out here on he openly said that his shoes was like what two million dollars first of all if you walking on two million dollars fam okay but is that what you're doing it for I so, some of these chicks be out here doing it for the bag. This is gonna be so interesting. I feel it's giving like, Britney Renner. Mm. I feel like this is oh a good god, not again! <laughs> I don't like again. Okay. So sorry. wait, hold on. So Nick Cannon said his shoes were were two like, million dollars. So I okay, can't yeah. I can't remember the actual dollar amount, but they were overly pricey to okay. be to be shoes. So maybe they're just proud, loud and proud because of. Maybe in their mind, they think they're securing their child's future. Okay, well, I mean, we know that Nick is very, he's doing very well. Yes. So, I mean, like, as corny as people think he is, like... Which he is. Yeah. He, yes. he, he His net worth is up there. So, I mean, like, he's having these children. He can very well take care of But is that the them. only reason you want to have a baby with a person? Some chicks be out here like that, though. Yeah. Five of them, apparently. Perhaps. <laughs> he seems, I mean, and I don't know how you spread yourself... Across all seven, you I mean, don't. I know how you so, spread. I mean, we know how he spread himself because that's all he has. Seven I hate children. you. I hate you so much. But I guess I mean, like, I know obviously the time between all his children is going to be, you know, he can't give every yeah. child the same amount of attention. But he seemed to be very present with um, Rock and Monroe. Yeah, when they were when the only babies. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know what it'd be like now, 16 kids later. I mean, what's 365 divided by six? Mm. Or, Seven. or it'd be Seven. like <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, you split. Saturday. <laughs> Everybody got a schedule. You get 
but he also has multiple jobs too so it's like you have all these children you have multiple jobs you are spreading yourself very thin i'm okay and it is okay with it right but are the kids maybe this is a bad connection but t i got a lot of kids he did he don't have as many jobs but not all no, the time. No, they're not all the same by no. same woman. Oh, no, she said all in the same house. They A lot of them stay in the same house. They, well, they even float. the ones that are not. I think they yeah. film in the same house. I don't think they all live there full time. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Oh. They float. Some of his, well, his, if you can, if you, it is easier for me to be a father when you, when you float in and I happen to be in that same house versus I got seven different houses or six different houses I have to be right. spread myself between. And so that's, therein lies the issue for, to me. Like, how are you going to have, neither here nor there. This is a, this is a public, very public relationship. And to Tiffany's point about the kids, it may be okay with the parent, but I'm very interested in how this very public six different relationships is going to go as the kids get older and that you know because it's it to me i don't know i don't know how polyamory uh, polyamory works but i feel like having a bunch of kids all in the same age range but not in the same home it's going to cause some problems at some point in time oh, and for sure they, yeah and that's the thing that i'm like okay uh maybe cute with like two Maybe three baby mamas. When you hitting up six, like I don't, I at some point, sure you may be proud of all of having six kids right now, but I mean, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna bode. I don't see that boding well for him in the future. That just at some point, they're going to be like competing for dad's attention. Exactly. Okay, Especially so the, since they're all the same age. So then, do you guys feel like he's being irresponsible? Personally, irresponsible. Towards the the children that are a part of this, he may be very responsible. Yeah, most he may be very responsible as far as doling off some money. He may be very responsible as far as showing up for birthday provision. Yeah, and he may be very responsible with and who he chose. Right, he may be very responsible. Right, the woman he chose, he was probably very responsible in that. But we're not. It's all good into. The kid has their own opinion about things. And I don't know if you can say that that's going to be responsible. I feel like that's when you're going to feel irresponsible because a child is going to have an opinion about you being present or not. Yeah. And I, I feel like you can have this mentality, but like, do you have to procreate with everyone? Like, you can have this, like, we have no ownership. Like, I don't believe in marriage anymore. Like, I just want to be free and not own and you be free and like all of that. But do you have to have kids with everyone that you have that mentality with or regard for or sexual relationship with? Like, is that the goal? Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was trying to find it. But I remember him saying he was doing it on, he was having this amount of children on purpose because of his health, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And I'm trying to find his exact words. I can't um, find it yet. But he was saying, because he um, has, mm, I don't want to lie. Is it lupus? Mm -hmm. That's what I feel like I remember, actually. Um, He has some type of health condition that I, don't get me to lie, because I can't remember off the top of my head. But he was basically, like, him having this amount of children was not like him being 
irresponsible or reckless. Like, he did this on purpose. Well, I mean, well, that's arguable. But whether it's intentional well, or not. That's what I'm saying. I think it, it was intentional for him to have. <laughs> no, I understand. But um, that doesn't make it not irresponsible. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Right. I'm just saying you were asking about no, why he's doing it. I think it's for a legacy purpose for him. But, I, okay. So, you bring up medical condition, right? So, mm-hmm. for legacy purposes, actually... When we first started hearing a lot about Nick Cannon and him having multiple children with multiple different people, that's your personal business. If that's what you choose to be, that's fine. What I, um, so Harry and I were talking about it and I was like, my, really my only concern is the fact that you were out here raw dogging with these, with multiple women. Mm. And, yeah, and you may know them, but they may not know each other. Mm-hmm. If they don't know, it's like all I all I could think of is in my mind the 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 horror stories of sex ed when they're like, you have sex with that one person, and that one person has had sex with these people, and you now have had sex with all these people. So from we from talk uh, about how they did that meme with uh, Usher and R. Kelly. Got there. Okay, I'm sorry. I just said, but I mean, yeah. that's real. So it's like my concern if if I was in a situation where I was with a man who also had multiple women pregnant at the same time, my concern is, okay, so you have an unprotected sex with me and her and her and her. Right. I don't know where these have been. Right. It's okay, not because he's choosing smart. Okay, so ab- so um, they can't an advocate in this moment. Just gonna ask. Okay. What if? Okay. Say we're open, right? Everyone knows about each other. We're all going to the free clinic together to get tested to make okay. sure we're all clean. Um, we pass each other our um, our test results. None of us have any sexually transmitted diseases. We're all good. Mm-hmm. Does it make it okay now? Since it's all in the open. Not for me. I mean, I be- I genuinely believe it's on an individual basis. But from, and again, this this is us, them in a fishbowl. And mm-hmm. we're looking at them from the outside. And personally, all I could think of is, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if that's what they're doing to be in maybe an undefined polyamorous relationship, that's your personal business. But I mean, like, it just looks. I think it, it it looks bad outside looking in for sure because yeah, like, we don't have all of messy. the details. Like right. it definitely looks messy. Like I don't think I would be loud and proud if I was one of the baby mamas. But the fact that it seems so amicable across the board, except for Mariah, I feel like she's the only one that's been like, "This nigga's wildin'." <laughs> <laughs> Mariah's <Stop>. like. <laughs> Or don't do anyone else. Like, sit down. Have enough. Yeah, do something. Um, But I just want to feel like they might be a little bit more open than we think. And I have questions. And the only reason I'm having questions is because of this. All right. If you're talking about the definition of polygamous, right? Meaning that there is one man with several wives or one woman with several husbands, right? What are they getting past a baby from him and a little bit of money? Is there because then the polygamy part of it is an actual like husband wife. So right. I we are establishing and working together with all these other people to build something. So if that's not happening, then we're talking about it's polyamorous, me. right? Yeah. Then mm-hmm. polyamorous is 
literally everyone is in a relationship together, which that's not happening from what well, I can tell. Well, not necessarily, right? No, not necessarily. I think you can have, so, okay, so from my understanding, and I apologize, poly community, if I'm getting this wrong, but he could be in relation with, like, so he would have maybe his primary, which would be his, you know, his main joint, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Okay. And then he would have other people branching, other relationships branching from that one. But they could also yes. have relationships is that outside happening? of him. I mean, I'm sure it is based on know. what his what he's saying about not having ownership. But the right. question mm-hmm. then okay. is like, what's that dynamic with having a kid? Are you cool with whoever else I'm with being around my baby? You know, being like pseudo raising right. your kid, yeah. and But also, and are the kids and and are all the moms connected so that the kids can know their siblings? Yeah, I would hope so. Or even if they're no not, one knows Rock and Morrell. I already know it. Even if at all, <laughs> and they say don't call us. <laughs> Forget we even exist. Basically, right. like, don't, don't group us in with all of them. <laughs> I would love to see that group chat. But anyway. Mariah's not in it. It's her assistant. The all only, you see is them leaving. I was about to say, the only message from Mariah is Mariah left the group. <laughs> right. But, okay, so, but can you think about the different personalities, even if they're all on the same page? Let's say they get together and mom one doesn't like the way mom two parents. So, like, even okay, hypothetically, mm-hmm. let's hypothetically, say we were all moms together, and oh, are we Polly? Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's say we were we were Polly. Maybe my traditional way of raising kids is not the same way that you want to raise your kids, and then now we have to have a discussion. Okay, if my child's gonna be spending time over at your house, and your child gonna be, you need to know what the rules is for my house. I don't think that that's that wild though. That's the same as like. Giving your kid to your grandparents or your aunt. That's yeah, true, but that's them. a grandparent or aunt. They, <laughs> to, to a degree, they still are respectful of you. Because they know you. you um, I feel like you can be respectful about us fucking the same guy that you can be respectful about your parenting. Because I would assume the only... I feel like <laughs> People get funny about their kids, though. They do, and I totally agree, but I feel like the only person that really needs to be on the same page is Nick. So if Nick is on the same, but I, and that's what's going to be hard is yeah. him having dealing with different co- parenting, yeah, yes. styles with six different or however many women that he has to deal with. Can that's we what's also weird. Talk about like the aspect of narcissism that is involved in wanting to procreate because you have a genetic disease. Oh, absolutely. That is, is right. That's an assumption. Down. I don't remember if that's well, the because reason. I remember the same thing okay. to be honest. Not saying that that makes it true, but I thought it was also lupus. Okay. But like, if that's it is the lupus. case, it is lupus. It is has the potential to be passed down genetically. So yes. the fact that that is a thing is also like kind of wild in and of itself. So me. speaking from a personal situation where. Um, I have an autoimmune disorder. I don't know. Is it called disease? Dis- I don't know. But either way, um, that is genetically passed down. There have been times where I'm like, Ugh, uh, do- is this something that I want to subject my children to? Potentially. Mm-hmm. It's right. not. Obviously, it's not 100% guaranteed that my child children may deal with this. But it's something you think about. If he is openly saying, I want to have kids to leave a legacy, I would hope that he's also thinking there's a good chance that one of my children, or if it's like, let's say hypothetically, it's, or if I have seven, like three of right, them, if one, one in every three of your children may have this. It means at least two of your kids going to have this. Mm. What has your 
does yours stop you from wanting to have children? Um, there are some days where I'm just like, yo, I don't want to subject this on anybody, but I'm sure my mom thought the same thing. Um, where it's like, I don't want to subject my, my children. And even she's even said this, I'm, I prayed that my kids wouldn't have to deal with what I had to deal with. Mm -hmm. And I mean, all, I would say that some of us all have our own different challenges. Me, I'm probably the most like my mom in respect to some of our, our health situations, but it doesn't completely stop me from wanting to have a family. Gotcha. And that's why I, that, well, I was only asking, because I don't know if necessarily that makes him selfish in that regard for not wanting to have kids. I don't think that, that that's the problem. I think like, I think that when we're seeing this new Nick, this polyamorous ownership isn't a thing, Nick, past marriage Nick is like, let's see how many kids I can get is what makes it more reckless to me than being in a committed situation with, like, even if you have kids and they do have it, like, you're going to be there because you live in that house, you're married, you're there, that's your home. Mm -hmm. But, like, just, like, shooting the gamut and having, like, seven kids spread out across wherever that you're not going to be able to be as present for then creates a different dynamic to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um but that is like my no child no autoimmune having self you know like outwardly thinking about that mm -hmm. yeah i would i would love to be a fly on the wall to like for the conversations of like how we're raising our children like do they all live in the same state or city or like how are you my thing is, is like how are you really navigating across all of these different homes. Yeah. Um, because obviously he has the means to take care of these children. Like that's not an issue for right. him. But that's but, not whatever the problem is for kids. Like they're kids. Like they don't know what well, I mean, they that have. Is, that is a part of the problem. Lack. Like you need to be like taking care of your chil your children financially is a can be a problem in a situation. So I'm not saying that that's like the end all be all. I'm just right. saying though like Sorry, that obstacle. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. That obstacle's out the way. So people can't say and financially he most likely will not be a deadbeat dad. Because he has the means to take care of all his children. So at least in that regard, it and won't be a problem. he's intending on having all these kids. Right. I'm assuming, not. yeah, he's yeah. taking care of all of them. But I'm just thinking he has, Nick has Wildin' Out. He has Mass Singer. Um, and I feel like, isn't there one more show? I thought there was one more. I can't think of it, though. And I don't know if he still is. Hey, he's getting a daytime show um, starting in a couple and Does he still run, have like a, something with Nickelodeon? I don't know if he still does that or if that's, uh, that's past. But he... Can I? My, my friend is booked and busy. You know, mm. he is. He has a lot of stuff happening. So she's like, you're being sh stretched can, very thin. Can we also throw this in there? Um, also, he's not my friend. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> De defining a deadbeat dad is not necessarily a financial responsibility. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's why I said I feel like that particular obstacle is not... Right. a thing for him. Right. I do realize that in order to be a dad, it is not just throwing money at your children. Right. That's what I was trying to get at when I was like, it's not really about the money. It's about like how present you are. Right. Like the kids are going to be like, you know, it's a void in your life if you have everything you want except your dad present. Yeah. Oh, it, go ahead. No, go ahead. Almost every, so there's this uh, channel that like plays uh, celebrity like life, t life things and that I have on I don't know. Either way, um, oftentimes I get sucked into it on on Saturday, and almost every child 
<laughs> that is a descendant of some form of celebrity, their challenge has never been, oh, my dad didn't provide me with the things. It's always been my dad wasn't present or my mom wasn't present or, you know, like I didn't yeah. have that emotional stability. They, you know, it, it was almost like I didn't exist or you get left with someone else to care for you because your your parents are out here booked and busy. So if anything, I, aside from what you choose to do in your personal life, I think the the only thing that I would genuinely be concerned about is just make sure you love it on your kids because <laughs> they're going to need that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, t- and I tip it for the record. I totally agree with y'all. I'm just also saying kids are living in poverty. Right. Also have another set of issues because their, their parent right. can't mm-hmm. financially care. That's, that's all I'm saying. No, like definitely. that particular obstacle is just not right. a thing. It's not for him. I have to remember too that, um, as we were talking about this, it made me think about the fact that like, there are parents who are out there who are single parents and the child it's fine. It's not ideal, sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And there may be things that the child has to work through in one way or another. But there are parents, you know, who ha- um, have in vitro and the parent, you know, the other parent is never known or whatever the case may yeah. be. So it's not to say that these kids cannot not function, but it is it's a question as to whether or not are you really thinking about the kids in this situation or is it really about you? Right. And it's feeling very like, this is about me. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah, and not so much about, it's great to have a bunch of kids. Sure. I think I read that he wants to have like 10 or 12. Great. But are you thinking about you wanting to have them and that's it? Or are you really thinking about what that looks like? And as as a whole, like to me, if I'm like, oh, I want to have kids, I don't think about me and maybe this is because I'm a woman, but me having a kid and then not being present to me, having a child means me being there, seeing them raised, going through the day to day, learning when they say dada, when they, you know, their tummy mm, doesn't feel good. You know, when their tummy doesn't feel good, knowing that, knowing who their actual teachers are and not just being, uh, I'm only here to pick up this kid because I got him, you know, this weekend type mm-hmm. type thing. And that's the thing that I wonder about. Like, I, I don't want to harp on anybody's relationship of like how you do it with your kids or even with your partner. But it it just feels I don't know. I feel like I would even be robbing myself if I was a a parent of not being able to be there for all of those little things. And I think that's the part that, that I feel like I don't think he's considering. And from that standpoint, why would you want to be proud about how you're doing this? If you're not considering that. Right. And I think that when we discussed this as a topic, I was thinking about if I, if this rubbed me the wrong way, because it is like an unheard of approach to having kids Mm. or if it is because like just the actual approach rubs me the wrong way. And I, I feel like I don't personally know, but like follow on Instagram, like, like moms that have like multiple children, like larger families, like more than four kids. And they are all in the same house and they're married and what all that means and entails in their day and how strenuous that is. And that's all in one location. That's seeing them every day. That's knowing exactly who they are, knowing who their teachers are, like, she doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like, just like that is being like fully present as a mom, how hard that is. So like, I can only imagine like different households, different oh, states, different, like whatever, like how hard it would actually be to be present for your children. Right. So outside of the presence for children, going back to the concept of, of the relationship, even between Nick and the mothers of his children, 
that directly affects your children and how they perceive a relationship. Mm -hmm. So while he, you know, when he talks on the breakfast, on the breakfast club about you don't have ownership over anybody. Okay, fine. Fair. Um, I, I personally don't have any challenges with, with Nick and how he's living his life. You know, I'm a proponent for, I'm a proponent for respecting tradition and embracing change. So if that's how you choose to live, however, what I oftentimes see, especially um, from men, because, you know, as a woman, I would have think as our resident mom, Carol, you, you're, you're, you want to protect your child at all costs. Correct. But even as a, as a father in that role, it's you're protecting your child and your significant other at all costs. And my thought process is you're teaching your children that, okay, maybe you're teaching them that you don't own anything. Okay, cool. When your daughters get grown mm. and they happen to find that person, you know, mm. whoever that may be for them, male, female, otherwise, are you going to provide the same message? Are you going to be supportive in that same respect when Maybe they go, I don't necessarily want to be committed to this person. I just want to have kids. And are you going to be okay with that when that time comes? Because the natural instinct is to, if you hurt my baby, I'm coming for you. Right. But it also depends on what your child defines as hurt. There's so many things I know that there's lots of things that my parents don't agree with me on, but they're now getting to a place where they respect how I live my life and what I choose to do with it. But it it took them a while to get there. Are you are you also putting the same um energy energy on your kids at the same time as as you are defining relationships mm-hmm. going forward? So I did want to I guess remember. So Nick has older children, not older. They're like maybe nine. Are ten. we not talking about the twins? Yeah, okay. his oh, kids okay. with Mariah, with the older ones. Um, so Nick hasn't been with Mariah for years. So they haven't been in the same house. Mm-hmm. So likely, and I do not know their dynamic, mm-hmm. he has missed a lot of things with them because they don't, he doesn't live with his children. Now, mm-hmm. granted, I'm sure he sees them a lot and they might be back and forth. But if I'm not mistaken, Mariah is the pri- has primary custody of their children. Mm-hmm. So when you were saying before about him missing things, it's very likely that he has already missed things with his older kids. And so his piece with it. Yeah. So it's kind of like him missing it with these other kids won't be as big of a deal because mm. he's already had to do that with his other kids. But Which does that make it seem like that to you, I guess, because we can't ask Nick. Does that read as like, oh, the kids are fine. So I don't have to worry about that. Or is that read like, oh, okay, I guess it's working out for them. So who cares? I'm not sure for him, but I feel like the dynamic is just different. So, like, if I'm in the house all day with my children, I'm seeing them every single day. I'm literally... it's Okay, I'll point it to kind of, like, how it was with daycare pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. I had to be okay with missing possibly my son's first steps, mm-hmm. him trying new foods, him... Mm-hmm rolling over his first laugh Mm. his first words because it was a good chance that i was going to be at work 
while all these things are happening, I'm entrusting all these things to another person. And hopefully they're just sharing it with me. Right. While this sucks, I have to be okay with it because I have to work. And mm-hmm. so does my husband. So that's a good point. So with the pandemic, I was able to see all these first. So now this is amazing. Like I get to see everything that I probably would have missed had the pandemic not shut everything down. Mm-hmm. So in term and so circle back to Nick. It's probably one of those things like I have he has to work before the 16 children. Mm-hmm. He but has to work. Question before we move to Nick. Yeah. Like, would you have been just as okay with missing like birthdays? Like not knowing your son's teacher. Like not you know what I mean? Like, like I feel like those are like very like momentous. Like you're gonna see your child laugh. You're gonna see him walk. You're gonna see those things, even if you miss like the very first. But like if do you feel the same way about moments that you it's like it's one and you're not going to get it back. But with the, everything that you just mentioned, I can see I can meet their their teacher at any point. Yeah. But like like birthdays or like recitals or games. I mean, there's another or, one she's saying like there's another birthday. I uh, missed well, I guess, eight, but I hit, hit up nine. No, but I'm just wondering, like, no. if, do you feel the same way about it? Mm. I guess for a birthday, those type of milestone things, those would probably hurt me more to miss those things. But at the same time. I, it's likely Nick will will be at all their birthday parties. He might not make all their teacher conferences, but like their birthdays or like a it. baseball game. You know, something yeah. he's gonna he's probably I'm sure he's not gonna miss everything. Like so he's, he's not, not gonna, even looking at it in the, from the same the same way individuals who are have a lifestyle that allows them to be there all the time have to yeah. think about it. He's but already like, had to check out. Is what right, you're or even, yes. not even, well, not even check I'm out, not but like, like that, yeah, but like he's not, or Make even, peace like, with that. Yeah. right, yeah. or even like parents who are not together where, True. I mean, so every parent's not going to be at everything. It's all about communicating and make sure that we're both on the same page where I feel like is where he's at now with seven different, seven different women. Does that make it more challenging? Yes. Obviously. <laughs> but my right. question always comes back to like, how did the kids feel about it? And like, how do you? I mean, we'll know if it's um, behind the music. <laughs> After the bad, <laughs> ah. is it going to be behind the music at this point? Is that there's what we're no, going for? There's no music. Dang, <laughs> what was this song? We had a good he did one. Have a song, he but did. It's it was not, so good. We're not so going to go behind Eddie Murphy, that. but don't nobody talk oh, about that. Oh, oh who is it? It's a party all the time. Wasn't it? Um, we gonna do it. What was the in the butt song? Was that Eddie Murphy too? Oh God. Okay. Patrick, can you take that out? <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that song. No. I'm looking it up now because I don't know that one. Okay, because I feel like doing, every, I mean doing the butt, but yeah. not doing yeah. it in the No, I remember people being like, Eddie, <laughs> what is happening here? Yeah, we know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know? Oh. Okay. <laughs> we know what's happening. Sorry, this is- <laughs> <laughs> do something else. Yeah, we got boogie in the butt. Yeah, so be... yeah, boogie in the butt. Uh, now with the flower. Look, wait, do you see his? I'm sick. Wait, now, now you gotta play it. I do. Yeah, we don't uh, own the rights to this music. To... We do not okay. own the rights to this music. Uh, don't on. sue us, Eddie Murphy, please. Let me. We can't afford you <laughs> at, at all. Listen, this, this episode just never air. Because <laughs> all the things you said, uh, just take out all all of the things. <laughs> Just bleep names. Uh, <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. You don't just yeah. press play on your phone? Um, I'm sorry, but first of all, Ooh. that was YouTube, so I was trying to avoid commercials oh. while you tried to put me on blast <laughs> on taking, the doggone podcast. So, so all y'all who hear that, this is Carol being impatient. This is, remember the first episode, wasn't that? Sorry, it's just mm-hmm. this isn't like... 
Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. are waiting. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. No, people yeah. had no plans on playing it until you said, "Can you please play it?" Like, saw, we play. can also cut all this out, so there's no reason. I saw to the play like button. That. No, no, I feel like this should stay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all the audience is like, hey, hey. feeling okay. attention. <laughs> is this the song? Carol's so excited. Get it. Get it, 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 get it. Y'all never heard this? No. Never. And you say, y'all talk about me? Yeah. At least people have heard my song. Why does this song hold space in your brain? In the butt. In the butt. I wish I could see how hard Carol is smiling right now. I've never seen a smile so hard before. Because like other comedians have referenced it, and I feel like Charlemagne. I feel like it was on the Breakfast Club, probably, and that's why I know it. Boogie, I didn't know it was Boogie in the butt. All I know was in the butt. That tracks. In the butt. That tracks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, back to the topic at hand. I don't know. I don't even know where we were in the butt. Well. Okay, so with all that said about Nick Cannon, I feel like um, the point that made us jump from Nick Cannon to Issa Rae was talking about whether or not we would be uh, loud and proudly sharing our uh, maternity photos on social media. And the counterpoint was talking about Issa Rae and her secret wedding that she refuses to acknowledge. (laughs) Some random man that she keeps running into and taking pictures with. (laughs) Act like she just did some fair wedding photo shoot and everybody was confused um, until we started seeing photos from guests. I was still confused up until like maybe 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) If you're wondering who prepares for these podcasts and who does not, I feel like it makes itself plain every episode. Where's a gunshot? Good God. <laughs> Is it a gunshot if you it tell wasn't them necessarily a lack of preparation thing. Like, because I'm genuinely confused. Like, as a matter of fact, she wrote these notes. So I was about like, to say, you're right. 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 Whole agenda. <laughs> I have the whole agenda, but okay, so Issa Rae allegedly <laughs> got married, posted these pictures of a very beautiful wedding, I may add, right? And I'm like, oh, God. Okay, this is me at home by myself. I'm like, oh, my God, these are so pretty. I'm so happy for her. Congratulations. And then I saw another meme that was like, someone walked past her and said, Issa, congratulations on your wedding. She was like, oh, my photo shoot. Now, keep in mind, this is the same image I've had in my mind, even up until this conversation, because even in the midst of preparing, I was like, private relationship. I thought it was just a photo shoot. <laughs> you ask my right. <laughs> just writing notes and being right. quiet. <laughs> and Damn. then as we talked about it, I'm like, uh, so she is married. So it's like, this is this is hilarious. really happening. This yes. is hilarious. I am not mad it's at the really privacy happened. thing. Yeah, she's a very good troll. One. And I love that. I love that she's been keeping it very low key. I, there's a couple celebrities that like when you're like very unsure if the relationship or if they aren't, and then one, every once in a while they might pop up and you're not quite sure because they won't acknowledge it fully. I love it. I I love it. Same thing with kids. I love when they don't show their kids I either. I love it with kids. But here's my question with relationships: Do you think that people do it out of necessity or desire? I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. I think in in Issa's... If you're famous. Right. If you're famous... Well, I, 
Wait, wait, let me clarify. <laughs> I'm only talking about famous because if you're not, then well, I have questions that are well, different than that question. <laughs> well, then could be in a relationship, but then also on the side being a Nick Cannon relationship. Exactly. Right. So that's why I'm not asking the same question. Non-famous situation. But I also know, I know non-famous people who don't have their significant other on social media and I oh like that God. too. But are they not posting their significant other or are they not in a relationship on social media? Ooh. What is the, what's so the difference? So they're they're either in a relationship and just not posting the person mm-hmm. or dealing with somebody, but not like, does the person that they're in a relationship know that they're in a relationship with them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not what I was asking. Oh, well, but, but okay. Yeah. That too. So I have a good example. <laughs> okay. Uh, Angela Bassett and Courtney B. Vance. I know they're married. Most people know that they're married. At I least I'm forgetting. Hope. Yeah. I keep forgetting. But you keep forgetting yeah. because it's not like they're out here, oh, out with Bay, or they're right. not doing all of that because they, I guess they, I would like to think it's because they respect their privacy as a, as a couple and they don't want everybody all up in their business. That That's just how I perceive that. I feel like that's different because they're old. So like, <laughs> like, do we really expect to be like an Angela Bassett stories on Instagram? You know what I mean? Somebody's sliding them DMs if she don't damn know she... That's uh, what I meant. I mean... <laughs> she, I don't expect well, I her to post you. her, like, day-to-day on Instagram. But I think she does. She posts pretty often. She but does. Is all her, are all her captions still the same? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Oh, like her oh, PR company. Isn't that how they all used to start? I don't <laughs> know. I never been on my Since the Instagram know. algorithm changed, I don't get to choose who I see on my Instagram Each anymore. Weekend. So. But that's really neither here nor there. That's, like, not, like, the point of the question. I think the question I'm having is... Is it the same to be private versus a secret? And what is that delineation? Is it that your followers know that you're in a relationship? Or is it that your personal friends and family know right. that you're in a relationship? I think it's, it's, vers- like it's the internet's versus my real life. Right. So the internet doesn't need to know what or who I am doing or not doing. Right. But my personal family, people that know me in real life, they, like, they should know who okay, I am. Okay, but let's talk about the benefits for, about keeping it secret. As a celebrity, I feel like it's pretty obvious, like, why you do that. Mm-hmm. But as a lay person, I don't. I'm less clear. As on, a lay person? Girl, I'm, not sure about, I'm a whole celebrity out here in these streets. <laughs> All right. Um, you ain't heard about me. You're also not private about your relationship. Your relationship was very much on social media. Oh, it Girl, is. Girl, every other that. day. <laughs> so, <laughs> like right. I was saying. Right. <laughs> Don't really. Well, as someone who does, I'm, I'm a person who's very private, but I also have not been in a three to four year relationship. So I don't know if it changes for anybody else at the, you know, once it hits those marks. But for me, I'm just, my relationship is just for me. I don't, I don't, and, but I'm always like that. Even with y'all, I don't take a lot of pictures when we're out. Because mm-hmm. my relationship is, and it's not that I don't love like sharing all. You it's just a moment. I do. I very much do that, and I've just learned that 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 social media for me, I don't want that to be a part of my relationship. I right. want my you relationship. Also don't post on social media like you're not like a daily. Right. Okay. And and again, that may be I am a little older, so that maybe that's just that I'm not into the social media scene like that, or it just could be that. I, I think for me, I'm just very, I've never been, I've never been someone who's like, let me show you a picture of who I'm dating now type scenario. Or look at what the cool things yeah, we did together. I'm not going to last it. that long. Oh. Says the married one of the group, but right. all right, go ahead, Sai. I mean, before him. <laughs> <laughs> the moment I post you, you're gone. Oh. But well, oh. that changed at some point. 
Yeah, how long were y'all together before you started posting him? See, that's another thing, too. I'm wondering, like, yeah. this time. Yeah. I was just about to say that I haven't always been public, so... Mm, I feel like we at least had talked about, like, being exclusive before we post each other on social media. Okay. And that's then, pretty early. Yeah. And then even then, it was, like, here and there. Even with my son, I didn't post him pretty consistently until I felt like he was at his, like, awkward stage. <laughs> what? Is that why? Yeah. You mean out of his awkwardness? Yes. Not the gunshots for your kids. You guys know how I feel about newborns. Yeah, we do. This is not a surprise. Wait till he becomes like that preteen. You gonna post him then? I don't know. I just feel like. Also, outside of the awkwardness, I also felt like I wanted to embrace, and like no one deserved. Not they didn't deserve, but I felt like his early moments were reserved for like yeah. me and my close family and friends. I just feel like the right. internet just didn't I agree. deserve to have those moments. Like I wanted to keep that close to heart. And I feel like that with relationships too, mm-hmm. which yeah. is why I understand Issa too. It's like, I don't want to post him for then you guys to feel like you have license to criticize our relationship. Right. Now you're questioning. He went to lunch with a coworker, and now he's cheating on me. Like it's just a whole lot of situations. Girl, I, tell you times, I don't even know on the internet. I'm like, oh, girl, I thought last week they was together. Hold on, honey. Right. But Scroll I also feel like thing. that's why I differentiate between like celebrity social media and like just us social girl, media because I feel like when I say people I don't know. These people are not celebrities. These are like, oh, these two, this couple is cute. I don't even know who they are. Let me go to his page think, and his page. When they break up, oh, they're back together. Oh, I don't even know these people. I know <laughs> two people, regular people, that I went to college with. They did not post their significant other until both of them were engaged. Yeah. Or pregnant. I know a lot of people that like make that agreement. But I, I'm asking this question because I feel like the fear of backlash is different. Right? Like, no one's going to call your son up ugly on your Instagram where it's like everyone you know. You know what I mean? It's not the same as like having a million followers or like whatever. You know what I mean? People are just like trolling you. I don't think that those are... So what's your qualm with being a regular person and not not posting? Oh, okay. Am I talking to myself? Yes, your turn. (laughs) Well, I feel like you're the only one that seems to have a... like a... have a... wants that. Well, I just like... It's not about like wanting that. I I was in a relationship where I was a secret, (gasps) and so there is there is a fine line fine line for me where it's like okay, like is it is it private or are you trying Uh, to bag hoes and not let them know that you're in a committed relationship? uh, You know what I mean? So like, so this is I'm singly with one person. So this is a trauma response. This is a trauma response. What I'm hearing. It is 100. percent All right, so okay. lay on my couch. Let's talk through this. <laughs> but I also feel like okay. So when Patrick and I um, first started dating, we had like a very early conversation about social media, and it was like, "Hey, I don't really post people on my social media," and I was like, "Okay," and it was fine for me because I trusted him. Hmm. And then it it also didn't even transpire like that because we were so good. He, like, posted me anyways. You know what I mean? Was it different because y'all were coworkers? Do you think that had... No, because I don't follow my coworkers on social media. Mm -hmm, Okay, I don't either, but I didn't know if that was, like, a part of it. No, it wasn't. So, I just feel like there is a fine line between being private and being a secret and, like, what that delineation is. And I feel like it makes sense for kids. Like, I 
have goals of being like the parent that like only posts pictures of the back of my kid's head, like Mindy Kaling does for, oh, <laughs> for like the first that. like yes. 18 years of their life. But I don't know if so, that's what will actually come to pass. But like, I, I feel like with the relationships with the two like adults, I feel like I do feel like it's a little bit different. Okay. So I have a question. When did you find out you were a secret? Oh, I mean, <laughs> we don't have to do this. Oh, <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only asking because it, it was like, so did it was one of those like where you knew or it was and you didn't and that's or was it afterwards you realized and then you're like, oh, that's why you never posted me. Okay, of, so it was afterwards. Sorry, I, realized. I didn't mean to like dig into No, this. no, no, it's not. It just is like, I just feel like it's like hard to describe because it was like before we were dating before Instagram was a thing. Mm. Okay. So then it's also like, yeah. it's not just like, Oh, learning your secret. It's like learning how Instagram can be yeah. used to like market yourself gotcha. one way and your whole life be actually completely different. Okay. And that is a new thing because Instagram didn't exist before. Yeah. Okay. I got you. So would you, so, but so, but for you, you were okay with you and Patrick's agreement because you trusted him. Yeah. I mean, I definitely had that twinge of like, like that trauma twinge mm. for sure. But I, you know, was like, don't project like stay mm-hmm. in the moment. Like this is a different man and you love him. And he's, well, I didn't love him at the time, but like, he's great. Nothing that he has said has been different from how he's acted. Mm-hmm. Just like trust this situation and let him be at peace with what he's at peace with. Cause it is not, this isn't the same thing. Yeah. So there's, I don't, you know what? We're going to talk later because I have I, other things I'm going to need to make sure I have in my roster. Okay. Well, I feel like you can ask questions because we can just cut it out if I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> well, also, I think, too, it has a little bit to do with, like, dang, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so, like, I think everyone kind of goes into in a new relationship. You go into it was like, I'm That's not about to post yeah. you until I know right. that you're going to be around yeah, for a while. Definitely some time. Yeah. Right, so, I think right. everyone goes into it was like, well, you just, like, we're going to enjoy us without people being in our business until we we are more comfortable in our situation. Whereas if people happen to come in, it's okay. But I also feel like at some point I made my peace with like, that's life. Like everyone goes through that. Everyone that participates in relationships goes through breakups too. Yeah. Like, I don't think that it has to be something that's like shameful. Like, oh my gosh, she had this nigga on her Instagram and now he's not there no more. Like, I don't think that it has to be this like deeply negative thing that you were posting pictures with this guy and y'all broke up and then you moved on. Cause that's real life. No, it doesn't, right. but I'm definitely deleting you off my page. Oh, that's the, I'm deleting it. And I am see, deleting it. I'm lazy because I don't even want to get to that point. Let's not, let's cut out the middleman. Right. If I don't put you up, I ain't got to delete you. So, Hey, but yeah. let's be clear. I'm it's only minimal. deleting you. I'm not ashamed. That's not oh. why I'm deleting you. I'm deleting you because I don't want potential suitors to think that I'm still in a relationship. That and I don't <laughs> want to see you. If I go through my old thing, also I don't. That, yeah. I'm good. Like because you're getting all the like. I've already got enough on my. If I have pictures with you on my on my phone, I already got to go through them joints yeah. and delete all those. And I gotta go on social. No, I gotta. I no one place because I can take my time. I don't have to like be like, oh dang, probably fifty more people done seen this doggone picture of me with this doggone thing, and I ain't even with this one. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. Did you guys have to do a lot of cleaning? Because I'm trying to think back. Like, I didn't have, I guess also we grew up in an age where social media was just starting. Right. Yeah. I was just, so I was just like, thinking about that. Yeah. Like, like, I didn't have to go to too no far. So, like, I think, I can only think of maybe like two people where I've had to clean up. Let me also mention that I think that I have an issue with uh, the social media sharing also because I don't remember taking this many doggone pictures <laughs> in my whole entire life because you couldn't bring out your uh you know camcorder your Kodak. <laughs> yes. 
the Kodak. That wasn't going to fit in your pocket. Whatever. At special occasions and birthdays, we definitely had the little uh, uh, Kodak joint. You could put up, you know, shake it and see what the picture was. So I didn't have to work. Whatever. Yes. All of those things happen. (laughs) Wow. Nonetheless, though, my point is, is it that, one, we could see ourselves right away and do like the selfie ones and not even have to have anybody in the room with us um, when we start taking pictures that upticked us taking pictures or was it the fact that you could share them with people because it happened around the same time but I don't Mm -hmm. know which one came first but I'm as we're talking I'm like that's interesting I wonder if there if it was more so the ways in which we could take a camera, a picture and see it instantly and hold on to it and make adjustments right away. Like, oh, oh no, because how many, how many times we have been here in group shots and been like, nope, do it again. Yeah. So like, <laughs> back in the day, it was, hey, hope it turned out great. I have right? no idea. Not going to see it until another week. So you had to paint it until it got right. That's like, if you right. had that kind. That's if you was fancy with the Polaroid. Okay. Send them off. I think it's a combination of different things. I'm also thinking like it took me a long time to realize like, you need to be in the moment. Like you taking pictures or you being a fine behind your camera, you're not present in what's happening. Yeah. So now I find myself like, oh, I look so cute and I didn't take any pictures. Or we had a really good time and we didn't document it at all. But I had a really good time. So it's like, I don't need to document it because I was there. That have to be true. I feel like I never had these conversations around being present until social media was a thing. But I feel like yeah. I was always a picture taker. Oh. I was always the one like out with my camera, even when it was like, the Fuji digital one. Right. You know what I mean? So like, wants to be that way too. I was too, I don't, but... Like, I don't remember... I don't remember stuff the way that I want without photos. But mm. how... When you had your... The bigger cameras, were you taking them constantly or was it just like, oh, yes. this feels like a moment. Probably Let me... more so than now because yeah. people feel the need now to be like on or like ready or... Whatever, but I, I remember distinctly, like, just taking, like, candid photos, photos of people dancing. Like, I was still always the one, like, that had a camera when I was, when we were out. And it's, like, why? But then, like, when I, like, post the photos the next week on Facebook, like, people then under like, Good, right. oh, I, the oh that's so funny. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, But did you have as much fun as they did? Yes. Okay. Like, I'm also dancing. It takes two seconds to take a photo, and then you just keep dancing. Like, for me, it doesn't have to be this, like, you can out jump of the moment. It up. Yeah, no, I think, like, <laughs> I think, like, making TikToks is not a natural oh, thing. No. I think that that is not that something is. that, like, is in the moment. But right. I think, like, taking a quick photo is not something that necessarily means you're not present. I think it, well, I think it's twofold. Cause I, so, for me, I feel like it wasn't just taking a photo. It was taking the photo. So, oh. when you're concentrating on taking the photo, it it takes away from what's happening in front of you because you're so worried about how you're looking to get the right photo. I get so for, I get what you're saying. I take the me, L's. I'm just like, whatever. Oh. If it turns out, it turns out. If not. I yeah. also think it depends on the atmosphere. So like when you go to a concert or something of that nature and you are spending more like, and I even found my, I used to go to jazz in the gardens down in Miami. And like the very first time I went, I was like, oh my God, I have to record everything. But then I was like, this is, when I had an iPhone and it wouldn't take. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> when it wouldn't wow. drive, shot, fire. Bam, bang, bang. When it didn't, it, it wouldn't hold all of the space. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm. <laughs> Android, Android, Android. <laughs> 
Um, so I was recording, but then I realized like the, the next year I was like, yo, I don't care. I'm not trying to put on for nobody. I'm just trying to go and enjoy myself. And I find that every year I was taking less and less pictures because mm-hmm. I was enjoying the moment, listening to like the first year it was like, okay, it was Usher. I like Usher, but I ain't lo- the, the year after that it was Jill. Oh, Jilly from Philly, mm-hmm. and then Uncle Charlie. I was like, "Yo, hey. I don't even want to touch my phone. Let's Let me just be here." Okay, and to be clear, I do feel the same way about concerts because right. people that record whole concerts, I'm like, "Are you are you gonna listen to this back? Right. Are you gonna watch all these videos?" Right. Yeah. Um. No. So I do wonder that about live entertainment, but I do. I don't know. It's something about just like capturing a moment and being like, and just like being able to like actively reminisce on how happy I was in that moment or how funny that was or how right. fun that was or no. yeah. how beautiful that sunset was that I I don't think that it means you're missing the moment. I think it's, I think, I think it's a fine line because I even find myself now when Trey does something cute or funny like oh I haven't recorded him in a while or like I used to record him all the time and now it's like scaled back but I'm like oh but I still want to remember these times because yeah. he's growing up the so quick. Of, I have yeah. a corner full of pictures from stuff that I'm like, right. yeah, I'm mm-hmm. grateful for. But I, I I don't know. I think it's definitely I, a balance. It's a yeah, balance. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that I would not take the pictures even in the moment if there's something that I definitely want to remember. And I've even to your point about um having a camera, if I'm somewhere on my phone, if something is picturesque and I get into that moment of it being very picturesque, I'll pull out my phone, which I would have never had a camera before. I've just been like, dang. <laughs> The like show to, is pretty. Right. The <laughs> show is pretty. And keep it moving. But no, I have found the that I'm finding things. Ugly. And I, but I only take pictures. I will say that I don't take pictures of people as much as I take pictures of nature. Okay. Which I think oh. is very interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that I didn't, I would, I would enjoy it before, but now I'm like, oh no, I'm going to take this picture. And I like looking at those things back too. Yeah. All right. So. I feel like, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I just uh, wanted to jump from this to... I don't know if you guys remember a couple of years we talked about um, this girl who's like, she's not a makeup artist, but she's like Instagram famous and Amrezi on Instagram. She has like, I don't know, some kind of line in Sephora. Anyways, we talked about her because she had a wedding photo shoot, but not an actual wedding. Hmm. I don't remember this conversation. Me either, but yeah, go ahead. Was she, okay, was so she, she had married? Yes. Okay. So she was actually getting married. Um, but had like designer dresses, multiple looks, like a location. But her desire was to do a wedding photo shoot, but not have an actual wedding. Oh, that's dope. Now, where on the line of like public to private, like in the context of that's this conversation, like where is this? But was know. her husband in these photos? Yes. Okay, so I don't understand. That sounds like something I would do. Let me explain it. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, because I, <laughs> I don't understand the correlation here. Because so while I do live life out loud, like I, I'm not, I'm an open book. If mm-hmm. you ask me a question, I will answer it for the most part. Um, I also am like, it's my personal business. So that's my business. Right. That needs to be another sound bite. Could you say it every pod? Oh, do I? Everyone. <laughs> so wait, are you engaged? No, no. <sighs> we're about to wait a minute. Cause I saw my, that one and I was like, wait a minute. My stomach just dropped. <laughs> Don't do that. No. Oh, she has a, different finger mm-hmm. i just did my fingers swole and it felt tight so i just swapped i've been having this conversation for the last week i feel like i'm just gonna stop wearing jewelry i just <laughs> wanted to be cute no just don't wear on that one finger you could also switch them so that this one is on this finger i but it looks like you have a rock on this finger do you understand that this I was, was not just ready. here i don't understand my heart is so 
See how it has an imprint? It was just right here. Nicole, you took those off with such ease. I don't even know why we're talking about this. I don't even know this what you're trying to say. This one doesn't to me. come back on. It feels like it's stuck. So it's to be hurting. clear, you're not engaged. No, I am not. Okay. Go ahead with your <sighs> Sorry, with your listeners. Probably gonna have a no, it's fine. She's probably already married. Right, you're right. We're just going to find out next podcast. <sighs> Virginia going to tell her. You're married. <laughs> <laughs> It has okay, been so I feel like how I'm, how I'm about to explain this photo shoot doesn't prove my case at all. But mm. for the record, I am not married yet. Okay, period. Are you engaged though? No, I am not engaged yet. As either. of as August twenty seventh, right now at this moment, I am not engaged right. yet. Go forth. All right. So the going back to what I was saying about, I about you were about to I was about to fight you. <laughs> I was gonna flip the table for sure. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. All right. So the photo shoot and being married in real life. So to me, and this just could be how I'm perceiving it. The photo shoot is so that they can document it, like document the moment, have something to put up in their home that's pretty and whatever. Mm -hmm. It's almost like having... The best way I can describe it is like a baby announcement where you may not post your child, but maybe take really, really cute pictures and send them out to your family members, right? Mm-hmm. With um, pictures of you being pregnant or pictures of your baby? Like of, of your baby. But then getting married in private to have a very intimate personal ceremony. Like I know for myself, no, it's probably it, after the conversation we just had, it probably wouldn't be a shock to anybody if I just popped up married somewhere. I would still be shocked. I just want that on record. I would not be shocked. I'm expecting it. I would be shocked. So, but... I would expect at least to be like, um, we coming back married. Like, maybe if you don't... Like, it's not that I don't want you guys to have your personal moment. I just would like to have an opportunity to shower you with love because I feel like you deserve that and you don't take your opportunities when I feel like you you have them. And I would hope that you allow us to do that for you. Wait, okay, so... we. I love you. Um... Let's just put that out there. But in terms of this, so what you're saying for the photo shoot is they eloped essentially and took a did a photo shoot instead of having a wedding with everyone in, with, uh, inviting family and friends. That's what it sounds like. So that's what I'm saying. But here's what's different from what Nicole is saying is that I perceived it 100% differently from how you're relaying oh, really? it because yeah. they did it for the gram. Oh. So the wedding photo shoot that took place, it wasn't just like photos in her house or photos that she sent to family. It was photos that she posted on Instagram. Like she used them for content. No, I could see the content, but I'm again, it's it's they did it to document the moment, but not necessarily the ceremony. But it's not I see that's where I differentiate because it's not the moment. If you don't have the ceremony, but they, the moment is the well, ceremony. moment could be made up. But they're I mean, married. And it was. They yeah. had, they actually got married, right? After. Right. I'm confused. No, I think they got married before. I don't know okay. the timeline. Okay. All okay. I know is that the photo shoot is not the actual wedding. wedding. Okay. It is a setup. Okay. It's a photo shoot. So yes. it is a location, a dress, and a, whatever the scenario is. Mm-hmm. But like none of that is used towards her actual nuptials. Okay, pick me. Pick me. Go ahead. Okay, maybe I've been drinking too much. <laughs> but I do not understand how this relates to our... Like, can you please bring it home for me? When we're talking about public. public versus private relationships... Yes. I don't... I'm not like an avid follower of her. So I don't... I assume that her followers knew that she was in a relationship. Okay. But not having a, a wedding... So to me... 
private is having a wedding and no one knows and that's your business and you tell people that you're married and that's fine. You go about your day. Mm -hmm. But having a wedding privately, but having a photo shoot as content for your who you portray yourself to be on Instagram is then something different. Mm. So it's, I guess it's what Nicole thought Issa did. Right. But she didn't actually do that. It was actually her wedding. So you're... Okay. I'm still very... That's why I thought it was related. Confused. Like, are you... So are you saying more so, like, it was supposed to be a private moment, but you're flexing now for the gram? Or if you're trying to keep it private... Why would why you flex? Why would you flex? That... Yeah. That is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Okay. See, I don't I don't, see, I don't remember this moment, so maybe I... Maybe I was trashing her before. Um... <laughs> But right now in this moment, to me, this doesn't feel like a, this isn't. I don't. This doesn't sound weird to me. Like for you to say she eloped, maybe it was with just her and her man, and then they had this elaborate photo shoot to get the to get the pictures. To me, that sounds fine. Well, it's not weird to me if it's. I guess if you elope, it's not weird to me. Like if you get married in Mexico and you're. Photos are on the beach in Mexico. Like, that's not weird to me. It's weird to me to have, like, a private wedding. Because mm-hmm. that is your personality. Yeah. And then you have, like... A staged... Yes. Yeah. So did she... Okay, to clarify, did she stage, like, bridesmaids and everything? No. It's just her and her man? Correct. So then, hmm. so then I don't see the problem with this. And, like, multiple anything. dresses and... Yeah, why not? and all that. Because all of that's probably rented versus a yeah, so an actual ceremony. Yeah, it's cheaper than, her, than a regular... <laughs> right. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. So it, to Lend me, it's it not about like the cough. I just think that it's interesting that you would do it. It's interesting to me. Like if you're if you're gonna do it and your wedding's gonna be private to like have the photos, I don't have a problem with that. I think it's weird to use your wedding as content. But it wasn't her wedding because she didn't share her actual wedding. Photos. But she didn't right her. But she didn't actually have a wedding either. But she eloped, right? I don't. I don't know. Is eloping going to me, justice of the as to the of the piece the same thing? Um, it, I mean, there's different levels to yeah. it, but I am okay with her not sharing the actual moment because that's between them. But for them to create another moment that is still related to their wedding that they're willing to give to the public, I'm okay uh, with that. Yeah, oh, I guess I didn't read it as related yeah. to their wedding to give to the public. I I read it as this moment is for the public. Is she famous? <laughs> yes. Then I'm I'm still okay with this because okay. my pers- my nuptials is not your business. But for me to if I'm willing to give you something, I'm okay with it. Yeah, like I'm okay with fabricating a moment for but you. I, but I think that that's what's weird for me. It's like, why do you have to fabricate it for these people? Just well, maybe it's not a have to. Maybe she felt like it was an obligation. Or maybe she was a sponsor. Have to have an to obligation. Nice well, okay, yes. Sorry. What I mean is, I think it's different from obligation and flex. Maybe is okay. what I'm saying is okay. instead of you saying, OK, I'm doing this to flex for the gram because of the role I'm in and I know I have a certain following, I have to I feel obligated to give them something so then that way they won't nitpick at all these other things. See, I think it's more so of like if I am a content creator and I have to create content and I just got married 
why uh-huh. not give you this? But I don't, but I still want to keep what actually yeah, happened between private. me and my man private. So let me give you coming to America when we really <laughs> stayed in. Yeah, because I mean, like if I have, if I'm <laughs> no, creating no, content. How much, how much money she can make off that but, too? Well, so that's right. the thing. Like, was I, I read it yeah. as like, oh, like all these people are coming to me to do this thing. Like very like Sex in the City. Like mm. yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker with the bird in her hair. Right. Or very Star Jones when she was like. Jesus. Not you guys Star remember Jones. that? Oh my God. No. When she's on The View and she was like. When she married um, that gay man. Oh, okay, that's not what I meant. But when she went on the view and she was like plugging all these vendors to get stuff for free for her wedding, but she wasn't like forthcoming with that fact. No, no. You guys oh, I that didn't know that was yes, that. I do. Yeah. I knew there was a whole news thing about it, but I think I'm focused more so on. Let me see what you see what you focus on. <laughs> Why would you do that to that man? Let him live. Why you do that to her? Right. Sounds like he was an equal willing participant. She might not have been 100% sure, but he was. All right. So while we're on the topic of public scrutiny, Mm. our girl Shikari. Lord. Is she she ours? We claim her? I I mean, I'm okay with claiming, sis. Okay. okay. Go ahead. So recently she participated in a, um, a meet. I think it was like another 100 yard yeah, it's meter. Da- it's on meter, meter yeah. dash. I don't know. I'm clearly track is not my thing. I don't know this, but she did it and she lost. And why say she lost? She came in last. Um, Mind you, though, it was the final heat of the 100, so she made it through all her preheats. I do want. And she came in last. She came in last. She did. Though. She came in last. What do you mean her preheat? Like she lost. Like so she came know, in second. So you know, yeah. no, I'm right. Right. no, I'm not. That matters. Wait, that matters. It does. <laughs> that really does. No, I was saying, um, like in the Olympics, they have heats for each track and each. Did she like, do better in those? Or your initial yeah. heat? Well, it's not the same. It's oh, I'm not saying but that you, it, you run them to get to the final heat. Are you yes. saying she was tired? <laughs> that no, that's at? a good question. Because why did you say that? Yeah. No, I said that to say that I think that it's important. I. When I was watching it, I thought it was um, when I had learned about the. I didn't know it was a meet. I thought it was some. Um, a lot of like the gymnasts will go around and mm-hmm. do. I don't know. The, other gymny stuff. Other gymny stuff to promote, you know, <laughs> you Olympics. Said I mean, not, you know what I'm saying? You said gymny. I know. <laughs> she repeated it after you. It makes it funnier. <laughs> Whatever. You've been influenced. <laughs> <laughs> they go around and do that. So I thought it was. I did not look at it as a meet that's going to go on her record type thing. I thought it was one of those. Stage whatever. So did everyone else have to do these other things that she ran to? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I found out later on. I was like, oh. Okay. So everybody was tired. <laughs> yes. Well, that's why I asked her to clarify. <laughs> it wasn't about the tired, though. It has nothing to do with the tired. <laughs> Saya's so just saying that she didn't come in last in the first heat. I'm, she came she, in last in against the all the yes. other people who also came in first in their heat, probably. Yeah. I'm saying from the standpoint of if she was as bad as everyone is making out to be, yes, she came in last, but her time before the Olympics wasn't even as good as the Jamaica. So we all, if she didn't know she was going to come in last, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what to tell, like, or at well, least close to last. I, her time was not okay. as good as it has not been. Well, as good I think as that's not even. Yeah, I was like, I think it has less well, to do the with. Context is important. It yeah, is. It's, it's important to know, but also that's not what, like, I think people would have less of something to say 
had her response not been so that's what true. It was. But we also need to clarify that the last time we saw Shakari run, Shakari was running against other American runners. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so saying Jamaicans are just different. D- mm-hmm. uh, yes, no, I, no, I am saw, I saying that. No, I agree. hundred percent. You know, Master P. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. You can relax. <laughs> you can relax. <laughs> okay, so then after Shakari um, unfortunately lost, this was her first. Um, statement that she made during her post-interview. This is one race. I'm not done. You know what I'm capable of. Count me out if you want to. Talk all the shit you want. Because I'm here to stay. I'm not done. I'm the sixth fastest woman in this game ever. And can't nobody ever take that from me. Alright, so that was the first one. And admittedly, I was just like... Why is that? あ、オッケー。あ、オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー。オッケー
immediately begets the reaction that we get here. But I do think that it does allow for less like what we're expecting is, yeah, I lost. I have to eat that shit. I have to go back to the drawing board. And that's what you usually get. That's what you get from seasoned athletes. That's a reaction Serena Naomi is going to give you. But Shikari is like, I still am who the fuck I am. And I don't necessarily hate that. I'm going to be honest. Like, I feel like sometimes I wish that that's the reaction that we had about ourselves more. And I don't think that that we'll get into the later conversations because I I do shift a little bit, but I I didn't hate the response. I don't hate it. Is that the last time we're going to see her run? Yeah. You know, and again, it depends on everybody's personality. Yeah, I didn't hate it either. I just thought it was a weird reaction when you just came in last. Yeah. And we don't know the question that was posed. Yeah, that that too. That's another thing when when we first heard us, we discussed like, we don't know what she was responding to. We only know her response. So if you're coming at her spicy, she is very clearly the type that's going to... Shikari, how do you feel about coming in last? Right. Right. Like, right. she's going to give you the energy you gave her. Like, right. she's very much... You can tell that's very much her. Yeah. So, like, we're not getting the full context. That's not fair to judge her based off that. I just... Ex- I would just... Ex- again, I was expecting something a little bit different. But, Saya? <laughs> yeah, I no. I... I didn't have any expectations different than what she gave, really. And that was where, bottom line, like, I don't, I think I would have actually been a little more shocked had she been a little more humbled. And I think from the standpoint, not from the standpoint of, like, um, it's impossible for her to be that way, but I think it's just, it's, she is, she just, she's young and she knows for herself what, Everyone else is already saying she can see it. She's heard it. I could literally, it only takes a few words for me to slide into that. And for her, to your point, Tiffany, I think that a lot of athletes who it's an individual sport, you're doing it all by yourself. (laughs) You got to find ways, you know, with teams, y'all pump each other up sometimes. And that's what you can do, but you can't do that in a track situation. Yeah. You got to find it for yourself. And for her, it, looked like to me when I was watching it that she was doing all the things she could do to not cry. Mm. That's what it felt like to me. Like it didn't, I know. Like a defense mechanism. Yeah, yeah. It didn't, I know I didn't see not one tear in the eye, but I remember when she like had walked off some young man, like grabbed and held her and, you know, she put her head down. So like you, then you're already here. The, the thing that y'all are looking for her to do and be humble it's already happened. Yeah. Because she's already, as soon as I'm you not going like, to do that on camera. Right. That's so not, I'm not going to do that. That's not the energy I'm going to give exactly. you. Well, well, okay. So then let's go to the interview that she had after she had time to kind of like chill, calm down. Adrenaline is no longer pumping like it was before. So this is her second interview. The focus on what it is to me, but at the end of the day, no excuses. Not at all. It's back. It's time to get back in the lab and do what it is that I need to do. Congratulations to the women that won. I love women. <laughs> no matter what the flag is, no matter what, no matter what brand you wear, I love successful women, and I hope that they continue to be just as successful as they as they're doing and continue to thrive in their career. But I'm definitely going to thrive, and I'm definitely going to continue to show the world why I'm that. <laughs> 
month or two just kind of taught you about your confidence, your self-belief, and like how important that is to have that reaffirmed to yourself every day in spite of, in spite of setbacks? Oh, just having that confidence. You have to believe in yourself before you expect anybody else to believe in you. So you have to have that confidence within you and sturdy, meaning because the world the world can be a, a foul place. So if you don't have it within yourself, when you step out into the world knowing that the world is it all peaches and cream, then the world is going to get to you. So with that, I continue to stay Okay, so that is what I was like. Her this response is what I was expecting, and then so when I first heard this first happened, um, we were at Tiffany's house having like a little um, like a game night, and I, we were talking through all this. And, and when I saw and Tiffany mentioned the she's probably just the endorphins are high, like she's probably just coming off of a race she just lost, like a lot is happening. And I'm like, okay. Then we heard this, and I was like, oh, you're right. It was that that felt like a response of, I just, I just race and I lost and you're asking me questions. And this was, I had time to reflect and this is what I'm supposed to say. So, um, after that, I was like, okay, I hear you. Cause like this, to me, this is being confident, but still being humble. But is this, does that mean that this is a coach response to you? Is this the media training response or is this mm. the genuine response? No, I feel like this is, this still feels genuine to okay. me because she, like you said before, it's, like if I just lost, like I so only sports I can, I can um I guess relate this to from a personal experience is basketball. That's that's the sport that I played. So I can remember losing a game and someone coming. So how do you feel about losing that game? Right. Fuck you, nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course. If, if you're asking me as I come off the court, of course my response is going to be different than when I've had time to sit down and reflect on what happened and relax. So this still feels very genuine to me. Yeah. Um, and I both feel genuine. Like they're both her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. One is just more of a, when I had time to sit. Right. I don't know anybody. I think that's the thing that, um, a lot of the players now when they're dealing with their mental health are trying to tell people like you, you, you all come to this media room and you seek to have reactions you guys don't really want my real opinion because if that was the case, you would give me time. Mm. Yeah. You know, you, and, and, and to think you wouldn't come well, at me with they the do, They want the raw opinion. Exactly, exactly, yeah, because yeah. they know what's going to come with that. And then, and then players, you know, either are called, you know, offensive or not humble or whatever the case may be when they don't, you know, respond in a way that the rest of society deems the the right thing to do when we are we're not in the moment. I don't we I don't know anybody that hasn't had their adrenaline running for whatever reason, be it, you know, they had a scare or they were playing, you know, some type of sport or weren't feeling what whatever. There's there's that an adrenaline rush when you get it. You're not thinking the way in which you normally would. And that's, you know, gets better your reaction gets better as you get older but and you have time to work sometimes. through those sometimes right if you if yeah. you're working at it right that, let me say that if you're working at it it doesn't happen when you're young yeah. right and i don't even know how much media training they get at a lot of these schools i wonder that same thing um and i don't she's not uh i don't she is she d1 was she at a d1 school I, I would think that she has to be, but okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I would I can't be remember. shocked if she's not. But I don't know, even with track, like I know they probably do for football and basketball, depending on like how well the school does with that. 
But I don't know if it gets to some of the smaller programs at the school as far as like the media training. Yeah. Right? I would assume at where she's at now that she has some type of now. But did she right. even the I first understand. couple of races? And then that's okay. So if she got it maybe in the last couple of months, I don't mean I'm gonna. <laughs> Sugar, I, do you I'm know who I, I am? am? Right. right. She goes to Louisiana State, LSU. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they definitely have media training. Okay. So, I mean, not yeah, I didn't yes, go there, yes, but I would yes. be shocked if they yeah. did not yeah. at this stage. So for her, like, do you feel the need? Do you think that athletes have to earn their right to be humble and talk their ish? Well, here's the thing, though. She's done well at all her other races, right? Yeah. So she had a bad day. Here's she the other thing: day. is yeah. that there are other Americans in this race. Who are they? Mm. Did better than I. <laughs> <laughs> this one time right but I'm just saying it's interesting that no one's talking about them at all but yes. also in in regard to that she's the sixth fastest not the first second or third right, right. And, and I'm not taking that away from her like being the sixth fastest woman is still a huge accomplishment more I'm a little bit confused is that in all time or is yeah, that in her time okay yeah because I also saw um Cause I just, I looked it up cause I was just like, cause I'm not familiar with her outside of her qualifying for the Olympics right? Same. and not being able to go because she well, had. Well, I did a little bit before, but not much. So I had no, I had no, okay. this is, this is my first introduction to her. So I looked up her record. I remember when, and so it said like when she first, um, came into school, she like broke records as a freshman at LSU. See, yeah. So like she, she, she's, ha- she's been doing yes. things, you know what I mean? Like she's a very talented. She's on an international level already. Yeah. She's earned the right to be there. And that to me was my kind of my point when I was trying to talk about, she had been in other race, earlier races in the heats. Like if she didn't earn the right to be here, would she have even made it through those earlier heats? And I guess that's kind of what was my point. Like, thank you, you for know, bringing it yeah, back. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but I, <laughs> I just was like, yeah, I don't, to me, y'all are acting like, she didn't do the damn thing all year long to get to this point. Y'all are acting like she's it was a someone, fluke. Yeah, a fluke and came out of nowhere. No, she's earned the right, but she has not earned the respect. And that's where she'll have to get as she gets into a better space. She's talking as if she's already earned the respect. And I think that that's the problem people have, well, right? Yeah. So here's the other thing, too, is that I think the backlash that she's getting begets the big shit that she talked after mm-hmm. she won. Mm-hmm. So that's a probably pretty equal transactional response, um, which is rough. If you come out of that race humble... You're not getting this right now, I think, is the reality of the situation. But I also feel like all the people responding are people. When's the last time you sprinted full out? Also, (laughs) before this particular race, I feel like and I don't remember seeing this, but they were saying she was talking big about the Jamaican women she was about to race against. But I didn't. So I I I guess I should have looked it up because I didn't see any of that. I didn't either, but I just kept seeing it referenced. So I can't confirm or deny that actually happens i think that's what people are also saying why they were so hard on her after losing because like you came in it kind of like a this is probably a terrible example but like a conor mcgregor like where you go into it like talking real big and then you get knocked out i was just about to offer this perspective because i'm i'm not heavy into sports i will watch basketball i obviously i love football and I love UFC fighting. Okay. But. Interesting. Yes. I never knew that about you. Yes, I do. I love it. 
<laughs> but and maybe you all might disagree with me culturally as um people people of color as an african-american person in my mind i'm thinking let me re- yeah yes let me let me relate it to something that that tracks with me if we sitting down at the table playing spades right mm. I, we are known to talk big shit right we sandbagging right renigging <laughs> and people still talking shit right so in my mind you oh, said God. you made a point that you didn't expect so Saya made a point earlier that she didn't expect anything different from from Shikari I personally don't don't know that like I don't follow the Olympics like that I don't follow track either to to know the first time I heard about her was this all the this the stink about the stink (laughs) right so so outside of this I don't know this girl I'm not about to sit here and pass no judgment talk about her because I don't know her and even if I did know her ain't none of my business (laughs) (laughs) so in my mind I'm thinking culturally she probably was raised like a lot of us where it's like Talk your shit. That's yeah. how. And then yeah. also, what also came to mind was, and, and I hate to bring this up, but the verses where we had casually talked about the locks versus um, diplomats. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't even think of that. <laughs> where it's like the ones who lost, <laughs> the ones who got washed, right? The other niggas. Where people were watching, I'm like, yo, is is a fight about to break out? No, is they just shit talking? Right. So it's like it yes. culturally, it's like maybe we expect that out of people because it's like a I feel like it's tough because the other people who are in the race are like was anybody white in that race (laughs) yeah so I just feel like (laughs) even I don't know I don't watch in our culture like there are people who don't who are less abrasive I guess is how I will put it and I don't know I just I feel I feel protective of Shikari in this moment because I feel like there were times when I was in college where people tried to humble me Mm -hmm. in a moment where I didn't think that I was like, I didn't think that I was being obtuse. I didn't think that I was being cocky. Like I played collegiate soccer and I was like talking about, we just beat our- Subtle flex. Our- well, I was just trying to give context. Uh, no, talk your ish, sis. Yes. I'm not trying to talk to We were we just played like our rivals, right? And so I knew someone that went to that school, and I scored the game-winning goal of the game. So I'm like talking, hey. like I'm back in the locker room with my teammates. I hate you. <laughs> I'm back in the locker room with my teammates, and I'm talking about how I'm talking shit with this other person that goes to the school. Who we've been talking shit all week, like leading up to the game. I happen to score in the game-winning goal, and so I'm just like, "Oh yeah," I was telling him like, "Uh, your girls ain't shit." Like, I just scored the game-winning goal. Like, what you gonna say now? And my teammates, like the people on my team, took that as me being obtuse. Like, you took all the credit. I. I, to this day, am unclear because I, oh, okay. to me, like where I can, like I can cognitively understand that mentality, but if you look at it another way, like it's just a fact. Wait, so can you tell what what did <laughs> they say? I, but I'm not trying to say it like that. No, like I'm not, like, I'm not really trying to, I'm not trying to be like that. But like, it is just, it is like an. Take all the emotion out of it. It's 
it's what happened. So right. what did your teammates say? I didn't find out until the end of the year when we were doing like we we do like all these interpersonal like evaluations or whatever. And I got like rated high for cockiness. And I was like, that's surprising because and I guess like no one's in my head, but like I have a lot of self-doubt. I like wonder if I'm working hard enough, if I'm doing enough, am I fit enough? Am I training hard enough? Am I supporting my teammates in the way I need to be? And as a person who was a forward, I, if I wasn't scoring goals and I used to, I would go on a scoring freeze every year. It happens where I'm like, I'm not scoring goals. So I feel like, how am I helping my team if I'm not doing this thing? Mm -hmm. How am I showing my purpose? How am I showing up for you? How am I doing the thing that I'm supposed to be doing if I can't do this thing that is being relied on me for. So that comes with a lot of weight when you care about team. Yeah. And so like to have know what I'm thinking about mm-hmm. all season and to come that to come back from my teammates as like I'm cocky. I'm like talking to someone that I thought was a good friend of mine and I'm like oh I thought this was interesting like on and I'm assuming that like people who don't know me as well are the people that said that about me, right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, well, I mean, just for an example, after this one game, you said that you scored the game winning goal. And I was like, but I did. <laughs> so like, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like that was, that's what happened. Yeah. So like what? Is Did it cockiness or is it? Yeah. So like, and I'm not, and it's not like I'm talking to people who like aren't playing and I'm like, I'm getting time over you because I'm scoring game winning goals. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm talking, I'm talking to you about a, a jovial conversation I'm having with someone else. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it uh, was this the only goal of the game? I can't remember. Okay. I don't think so. Because I'm feeling like also I added to. <laughs> I didn't just take the whole thing for myself. No, it sounds like they're t- they they took it as you taking credit for winning the game instead of right. you taking credit for, for scoring, the, scoring the, the goal, goal that won the game, which is two different things. Okay. Yeah. Which is what I'm getting. Which also brings me to my next question, which is really. Do you did the white girls get the same critique? Well, and would Shakari be getting this critique if she was white? Okay, so that's kind of where I'm going with it. Is that like, so I'm talking with my coaches about it at the end of the season because they're who have present like everyone's whatever thing to me, and I'm just like, oh, it's just because you're East Coast, like blah blah blah, and I'm like, that's interesting. So and okay, so and, I've heard that and, before, and like I also like have to acknowledge like I wasn't as blackity black as I am now when I was in undergrad. And I think that part of that, (laughs) I think part of that is like (laughs) saving myself. Like I can't, I can't be on a team every day where I think that everything that happens to me is racially based. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't, I can't survive in an environment where that's what I'm thinking about everyone that's around me. So I just didn't, I just didn't, but I, my, self-confidence took a big hit mm. from it where I, like the level of self-doubt reached into how am I carrying myself which that wasn't something that I ever thought about before wait sorry really quickly for context this happened what year of school it was my freshman year okay okay yeah so like and even to my senior year as a player who our outside back got hurt so for as a forward for the majority of the year, from the first game on, I'm playing as a defender, was our leading scorer through like PKs or being sent forward out of like games where we just needed to score a goal and won MVP of the season by one vote. Oh, just one, huh? 
so to a certain degree i'm like what else can I like? What what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like what? Like how else do I contribute? Like, wh- is it me? You know what I mean? And I don't like. I don't think that I'm a person that like is beyond reproach or like can't take critical evaluation. So it just is like was hard for me to perceive that about the people who are around me perceiving me in a certain way. It's just like I don't. I don't know what else I can do. So I feel, and all that to say that I feel protective of Shikari in this moment because I feel like this is a moment where you definitely have something to learn. There is definitely growth, but most people get to do this in a much quieter space. Mm -hmm. They don't have to do it with black Twitter. They don't have to do it with all of media presence being in your face Mm -hmm. because of the success that you reached and you did Right. of your own merit at an early age. Mm-hmm. So I say all that to say that I give her a lot of grace because I wish that a lot of grace was given to me at such a formidable time of my life. So in as we talk about public scrutiny, would you say that, do you, well, let me say this. Do you believe or do any of you believe that people should be a certain way when they know they're in fishbowl? Can you elaborate? So, for example, those that do reach a level of success like Shikari or who are celebrities that people know. Um, so me personally, I think Beyonce does a wonderful job with her social media. It's like very discreet. Very curated. It, it is. However, I'm sure she has she pays several people to do that. <clears throat> That's one. Um, do you believe that people have to have a social media self when they are of that stature. Meaning if, if you walk out, not necessarily your door, but if you are known, if if your name is in any type of, uh, any type of news report, anything, do you think that you have to have a fishbowl mentality knowing that people are going to scrutinize you one and two, why do you think people feel like they can scrutinize people who are in a fishbowl? I think if it if you had asked me that question a few years ago, I probably would have said you have to have like a public face and a personal face. But now I kind of feel like people appreciate authenticity and you being genuine. So as much as she's getting flack, there's also probably that a lot of people who may not be as loud as the criticizers who are like, yes, yes. Like, do you girl? Like, I appreciate you being you. Um, and she's going to go far in life by just being herself. Cause no one wants the, as much as we say that we want her to be one way, no one wants the toned down version of anyone. Like you're not going to get far by not being authentic to yourself. So while she is getting some backlash and she may need to shift how she does things, Um, I don't think she should change who she is by any means. Like her being who she is, is what got her this far. So she should continue being herself. And with, in regards to Beyonce, like, I think Beyonce has gotten to the point where she just, just like, I don't care what y'all think. Beyonce isn't posting her own shit and she isn't posting captions. Yeah. Like she's not the same. And she's not posting like her everyday life. And she's also like not doing interviews. Like she doesn't do interviews. Like not like, well, not radio interviews. Like she does like publications and things of that for like, 
major publications. Like she right. doesn't go on the radio and do drops anymore. Like she is, which is why I was surprised that she was a spokes, a brand ambassador. It shocked me because that's just not her. I feel like she's above that at this point in her career. But I think on, to answer your question, authenticity and being genuine is important. Because mm-hmm. regardless, even if she was being fake, she's going to get criticized for that too. So you wow. might as well be yourself. Yeah, I was going to say it's a catch-22. And I think that when this happens a lot of times, like with apologies, we're like, okay, like your lawyer clearly wrote that. You didn't write that. So right. like it can be... Hashtag the baby. <laughs> so it can be so it can be like definitely on both sides but i would just say you got to do whatever is best for your mental health yeah. first and foremost because the internet is unrelenting and like no there shouldn't be like people just like acquiescing themselves to the fishbowl but that's what social media is that's what it allotted and i think i was watching something the other day and it was, it was like tyson has a quote that's like Social media allowed a lot, allowed a lot of people to talk shit without getting punched in the mouth. Yes. <laughs> I was like, accurate. Yes, a lot of y'all need because to be punched in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same way that a lot of people, the same people who are like protect black women are talking shit about Shikari haven't run a hundred feet, let alone a hundred <laughs> meters. So like, they will never know. They will never understand. They will never be in her shoes. So. And even her time being the slowest time will be something that most of us will <laughs> never, ever reach ever in life. So it's just she like- She's out a lot of other hoes right. and still has a time better than most of us. I probably haven't tied my shoes up by the time she finished that race. Like, <laughs> like your shoes. The girl is, she's fast. Like her face. Yeah, like her girl, she's fast. Right, so I feel like in the context too, and I think that that's why it was important to highlight that it's like what she did in in a race against Americans versus what she does in an international race because it also just showcases how young she is in her career. Like it's very early on. All right. So on the same vein of Shikari, recently um, Allison Felix, who is the most decorated um, Olympic medalist um, currently, she did an interview on Jimmy Kimmel Live talking about Shikari. So we're going to play that clip and then we'll tell you how Shikari responded. Obviously been through so much. And so I hope that she just supported, you know, I hope people rally around her. Obviously, she has a great personality and she's brought in a lot of attention to the sport. And I think she'll be in the sport for a very long time. And so I think just more than anything, you know, for all athletes, there's so much that goes into it. Um, we just, you know, give her the support that she needs. I got you. OK, so that was that. And then Shikari said um, it's she, an alleged subtweet. Yeah, alleged subtweet because she did not um, tag Allison or anything. But she was just like, encouraging words on TV shows are just as real as, well, nothing at all. Um, and then she also posted blah, 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 <laughs> next. <laughs> Is that even a subtweet? In another okay. one. So it seems like, it seems related, or at least. What's the opposite of sub? The, <laughs> the internet is being very messy with what it is, but. When I heard it, I was just like, I, when I first, my first reaction was like, well, Allison didn't say anything yeah. right. like offensive. I actually or, was about to commend her. I was like, okay. My reaction was, man, choose your battle. Like, why right. is that a battle you would choose? With the most decorated track athlete, even if I don't DM you, if I'm on Jimmy Kimmel talking about support Shakar, like, just shut up. First you should of all, slide in her DMs and say thank you. I was yes. about to say, the fact that she has your name in her mouth, and, and you didn't even go to the Olympics. Okay. <laughs> Can we be honest about it? <laughs> yeah, I was very shocked. Like, if she was directed to her, like, that was, was just, like, 
Besides, you had a bit of a different perspective where you said you kind of understood where she was coming right. from. Yeah. So that, I mean, that, that's what Tiffany got to, right? So Tiffany mentioned that I don't care if she didn't DM you. So my thought process was this. Like, though I am in 110% agreement with what Tiffany just said, because I feel like just just sat down. Just It's not even really necessary. I can understand if we're talking about this um, being a real situation. Shakari is really dealing with the media on her about her current loss and not being able to go to, to the Olympics. Um, as, as another athlete, you feel like you want to support me? I can understand, like, desiring you reaching out to me directly. And at bare minimum, if you don't have anything else, you see me on social media. So DM me, you know, whatever the case may be. Hit me up real quick and just be like, hey, keep your head up. It it don't have to be elaborate, but like something positive in my direction. And then go on TV and be as supportive as you want to be too. I can understand like feeling like, Yo, just be real with me first before you even go out in these streets talking about something else. So I'm not, like I said, I 110% agree with Tiffany's thought process on this. But I do have to say, like, I can understand that being a thought. Should it be the only thought you have about this situation? No. No. <laughs> so without seeing the whole clip, I also wonder if Jimmy Kimmel asked her specifically about yeah. Shikari. And then it's also like, with that same point, if I'm going to be on Jimmy Kimmel talking about she should shut up and she needs to earn her place before she can say whatever she wants right. to say, she needs to be quiet. Am I supposed to be in your DMs with that too? No, not. So I, I think what I'm hearing is a lack of authenticity by not... If you can't say something to me in private, don't say nothing about me in public, right? And I hear that overall. Yeah. However, <clears throat> I don't what if I don't know you privately? Oh, so I was just about to say, however, I don't really know you just because we we operate in the same sport. And track is a real individual like like more than it should be. Right. Cuz I'm still surprised <clears throat> when I learn like how US track is individualized. Like four by one teams not really practicing together that long before they go to the Olympics. Like it's a ridiculous amount of individualism. So with that as the context. Okay. So with that and it being so individualized, if I don't, if I don't, and again, not knowing did, did Jimmy Kimmel ask a question? Because I was thinking the very same thing. Like maybe he, and maybe trying to, probe or be shady is like so what about shikari's loss i I don't think that (laughs) i don't honestly think that shikari thought that allison was never going to have her name in her mouth and i think that that's actually what she's thinking like you already know you're about to hit the circuits and my name is going to be everything that everybody's going to talk about you know you could choose not to say nothing some people do or you but just be, I'm, I'm not saying that it's okay. right. I'm just right. saying you're right. I understand. Yeah, I'm not because we also remember who we're talking about. Yes, yeah, she did get coached into her possibly get coached into her second response, but also you're not she's not gonna I you can tell she's not the girl who's not gonna say nothing she don't believe. So yeah, but right, like, this so, is just disappointed me so much more, I think, because this isn't prompted. Right. You're not on a media circuit, no one asked you. Right. Right. Like and 
in a place where you could too just choose to say nothing. Right. This you is why I also, I also was like in denial for a smooth. That this is what she was talking about. Yeah, I know. Yes. I was trying to be too. Like, I was too. I, good I understand. Twenty minutes before I was like, I, people were like, no, no, no. She doubled down on that joint. So earlier we <laughs> talked about earning the right to 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 talk shit versus mm. having. Did she earn? It's because she hasn't earned respect. Mm-hmm. Well, this lady has earned right a lot of respect, but she not respecting like she should, and that's the problem we're having. Exactly. Right. And so the fact that you are coming off a, a little, a lot of sideways at this woman who's earned her respect, and you still working towards yours, some it's like one of those stay humble, sit down type situations yeah, just, in, in a situation like not saying stop being you, but. It's like if kind you of know your place a little bit, like even if it's someone that has earned their respect and they're being disrespectful towards you, right. speak up. Right. If someone has earned their respect and they are trying to protect you and like have respect for you, like the the very minimum you can do is have that respect back. Yeah, it was weird that she, her response was very weird for to be for someone who said nothing negative about you. She was telling people to support you and your response is. Like, keep it. Like, right. <laughs> which is just very right. weird. Like, why? It, to me, what angered me the most is like, it, we, and this may be generational too, I don't know, but like, there's, my first response is not going to be um, the one that's always shared. And I feel like that, you know, she might have, like I said, she might have felt that way. But keep it. You know, it didn't, no one needed to see it. No one. No. Even if you just said nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, you should have said nothing. There was nothing <laughs> like, to say. I just don't understand. <laughs> I, Who is it for? Right. Like, what, what is the purpose? And this is why I was saying also, I felt like, it felt like, let me keep this 15 minute of fame going. Right. Versus it being anything that really, she felt like really like she cared about because it just was, it it makes no sense. It makes none. The other the other part of it is, <clears throat> as I live over here minding my own business, mm-hmm. it sounds like you are perpetuating more unnecessary drama, right? And and being the fact that it's so unnecessary, the fact that you are continuously perpetuating it, is it because you're trying to make sure that your name stays being right. spoken, or are you? Doing it because you genuinely feel away. Because if you genuinely feel away, you know, there's insurance and therapists for that. Mm-hmm. You still don't have to do it publicly. It, right. Again, that's why there's therapists. Keep it to yourself. And it's like one of those things where if you don't have nothing nice, grandmamas always used to say, if you don't have nothing nice to say, mm-hmm. keep your mouth shut. You so when young. I become a grandmama, it's gonna be if you don't have enough nice to well, say, shut down. When the you hell become up. a great grandma, because you are already a grandma. <laughs> you Ooh, you shut, talk about? shut up. <laughs> you ain't got nothing nice to say. Shut your ass up. <laughs> You're so old. Your grandma was so aggressive. Old. My grandma ain't say it like that. I just know I'ma say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Mm, we already know. It's just I yeah, I can't. For me, it's it's a it's a no, but you know, this was the the hill she decided she wanted to. Yeah, Try to climb. Felt Try protective climb. and like wanted to go to bat for her. I could not over this one. Not that one. You got to yeah. sit down. Yeah. Just you, you, it was like he just started off so good and just that nosedive. Right. Into some, some, and why or what? Nothing. Mm. Okay. Nothing. Well, just do something else. <laughs> do. Stop it. 
just f***ing do something else. Anything else. Anything else. And go run. Yes. No, go run. <laughs> I thought she was going back to the drawing board. <laughs> Damn. All right, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> This meme says, I hate no U-turn signs on perfectly U-turnable streets because watch me. <laughs> and then the, the reply says, if I don't see a cop, I'm effing you turn it. Hey, come on. <laughs> you already know. Don't check for me. Do y'all be randomly you turning on you turn it? Ask Nicole first. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you <laughs> break the rules because you don't care without saying you don't break the rules you because you don't care. Of course I'm you turning. First of all, you said it. Right. Before right. we could even ask the question. Right. My flashback to you driving is Carol also screaming in the background. <laughs> Why was she screaming? But did she die? Why was I no. not? <laughs> But did you die? Exactly. That's. Oh, right. I don't know why that is your your go to. Because it's my personal me, business. Me about to <laughs> it's die. Not personal if we're also in the car, right? And me about to die does not make it any less scary. You weren't about to die. You ain't dead. I love y'all too much. I ain't finna kill you. Okay, I'm just saying you're you're the type of person I have to drive and look at my phone the whole time. <laughs> my mother does the same thing, but I drive just like her, so that's why. <sighs> All right. Well, I feel like this is a very DC um, t- meme because I feel like there are lots yes, of DC when I moved streets. Here, I was like, yo, these cab drivers is no joke. The they were just in the middle, middle of the street, take up two lanes and prepare in preparation for making a U-turn onto some other lanes. I'm like, yo, these people are wild, yeah. wild. It's also a very, it, what I hate the most about some of these DC streets is like when you've been driving around lost for a long time or when you see a you've been driving for 20 minutes and you finally see a parking spot I'm U-turning <laughs> right here I'm not going down the block because if I wait it's not going to be there when I come back okay period per that's per. definitely true I feel like when I'm trying to find parking and I see a spot all bets are off I don't care if, if cop is there <laughs> <laughs> and you got to do this about me like you know you saw it's me the the parking, parking though. you just be doing it to do it <laughs> <laughs> and they know you do it so they're fine I'm like whatever she I'm saying that's park. strictly DC too that is a ter- terrible are uh, the turnabouts can we talk about it I hate those you things like, you mean like the little the circles the yes. circles oh the roundabouts oh. yeah I never heard it called a turnabout I hate them whatever they are <laughs> Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, the, well, also it's hard in DC because like you have to be in the right lane. It's yeah. not even like it's a regular. So it's even about. worse because in DC there there are like medians between the lanes, and yeah. then you'll be in a lane and suddenly it'll just be a turn, and you're like, I was trying to go straight, right? But yeah. you don't know what's what until it's yeah, too it's late. Terrible. We had at Michigan State University, we had roundabouts all over the place, and but they make sense. Yes, because <laughs> they were literally. <laughs> There were literally like a little circle in the middle and then a free for all. So, not a free for all. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. But it's just, you know, Checking you get on, spot, you know, five, when you're supposed times. to get on, you know, when you're supposed to get off. It's not, it's not difficult. There's no lights. That's the point of it. So, I'm like, I don't understand why there's lights, extra turns. You can't turn on this light. You can turn on that light. We got lights, medians, <laughs> turn lanes, straight lanes, turn lanes that overcross the straight lanes. Yes, the worst. Because it's, it's better when it's like two lanes and you're like, okay, this lane's definitely turning. So, then you go straight. So, the next one, I get off. Right. DC, no, it's not no. that simple. It is. And don't let it be nighttime. 
Like it is or rush hour. Right. Because then like it's the literally worst. all bets are off. It's getting where you, it's like double dutch. It is. <laughs> they put your foot on the brake and you just keep tapping it until you get out there. Like, <laughs> I always sit back, go. <laughs> All this room, just go. Yeah, I remember when I started like frequently driving in DC and I'm just like, oh, who, Chaos. who came up with this system? Yo, the first time I drove here, I was, I flew in to visit my um, cousin. I flew out. I got flew out. Um, so I came in to visit my cousin. And she, um, I was like, all right, uh, the the Carbondale place is only a mile from the airport, so I'll just go to this one instead of the one at the airport, right? A DC mile? Yes, but not knowing what a DC mile is, and just knowing what a mile is where I'm from <laughs> for normal people. For normal people, right? So, first of all, finally, I have to take the train all the way out to Connecticut to get the to get the um, car. Get the car. The first thing I hit off Connecticut is no, not a per- not like that. Is the traffic circle, the Dupont Circle? Oh, oh. Now you saying not a person? Not a person. Because <laughs> that's a very real. Yes, yes, but not not a person. <laughs> the, I mean, I'm. I didn't even have the car five minutes. I drove around that thing like four or five times, and I was like, I can't. How do I get, get off? off here? Like, and it was probably before Google Maps. And yes. Before Google Maps told you which lane to be in. Yes. Because if it before that, it was complete chaos. Yeah. Dude, this is before GPS. So yeah, I'm, I'm, print out the directions. Yes. I had printed out directions from from, from um, she the directions. Do, do I like y'all remember having to do oh, that? I absolutely. I remember, that. I remember my dad having to do it. <laughs> <laughs> just because you you said you didn't cho- you chose not to drive in DC for a while that's on you I mean you couldn't you chose not to I mean my daddy got me a Garmin so <laughs> oh you got money I didn't have to oh, print out my MapQuest directions <laughs> oh man what a time right. to be alive you and yours you can talk to our kids and, and just mine. be old born in a different century before the internet Explain the how to get places. <laughs> we still know what A-tracks are. In my day. What's a CD player? What is that? <laughs> or have you seen it too, like, where, like, kids will show, they'll show kids, like, a CD-ROM? And they're just like, yeah. or a floppy disk? And they're just like, what is that? Or have you seen the ones where they they ask kids, um, how would you act like you're on a phone? Oh, yeah. And they're like. And it's not like this? Yeah, it's like this. Yes. Or like this. Oh, yes. You know, we do it like this because we had like those phones, but the oh. kids now are like this or like this. I remember asking Kamari that and she was just like, oh, like this. And we're like, oh, wow. Betrayal. Times have changed. Have it's terrible. Remember yeah. a time but where I- there was no call waiting? Mm. And no caller ID. Jesus. You just had to answer the phone every time. Risk it all. all. <laughs> <laughs> is this cool? Is this? for you to renew your warranty (laughs) (laughs) at nine o'clock at night yes ma'am i'm just talking to somebody about that like who like why did that start and why is that a thing i wonder that so often we'd be talking about it because i'm just like how like i want to be mad and sometimes i'm just like your day must suck like is, is this how you have to make money Scamming people? What is it? Yeah, like what is that? Like, your whole day is just getting hung <laughs> <laughs> And this is the best you can do. <laughs> like, it's and how much you getting paid? It's a recording. Like it's you. Like this is how you're spending your whole day. <laughs> I, 
I'm like, wow. that paycheck looks like. Is it worth it? Because I, I might sign up. I'm not convinced. If I don't gotta talk to you, if I know, you have to, I think it only works if you're staying with the old people. Mm-hmm. You have to have a quota. Oh, yeah. like people actually signing up? Because yeah. if I can get hung up on, if I get hung up on a day and I have to talk to you, that doesn't sound terrible. <laughs> I'm sure there's a quota. All right. All right, guys. So let's transition into our affirmations. Um, I know that we're affirming our listeners <laughs> on the topic at hand. Public scrutiny. Is that okay? Yay. Right. Look at you. I liked it better when you were clapping, but that's fine. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? Oh, I can go first, I guess. Um, let me see, listeners, listeners. I this was this one was rough here. And I don't know if this is just I don't know, something Carol said earlier today. Oh. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Carol said something nice. It just made me um, realize that girl this, being shocked at her saying something nice. I, know, to right? I, it wasn't to I was me. thinking the same thing. Something <laughs> nice wasn't to me. So let's wow. just clear it out. <laughs> I'm not mean. Sheesh. I've been nice all day. <sighs> okay. Um, so anyway, like I said, and she made me think about um, being authentic on. Um, the social social media platforms, um, uh, even um, across media platforms in general, um, is important, right? Like none of what we are seeing. Well, some of it is, but uh, mo- majority of the people that we follow, we from Shikari on down to Nick Cannon, have this authenticity about themselves that have drawn us to them and i think that i think that that not only plays well in social media but it plays well in your life right like just being able to be yourself and come you know uh social media attacks or even personal attacks you remain as authentic to yourself as you possibly can be, you know, growing wherever it's necessary, showing people that you can make mistakes are all bodes well, not only on social media, but I also think in pri- your private life, period, right? You they are per. Um, <laughs> um, you just, you are able to live your life to its fullest and people appreciate the people around you appreciate seeing that. And that is what really we were all created for. If you want to be want to even take it a little biblical, um, we were all created to be very unique and um authentically ourselves. So that's to me, I think it's something I want to affirm to everyone that people are not looking out here looking um for you to be anybody but yourself. Point blank period. And so when it comes to um you know, having your personal relationships, be it have them being either either choosing to be private or choosing to be public with those. As long as that's who you are, I think a lot of these um, reality shows have people on there who are changing who they are to fit the mold of the reality show. When and that's when I first start turning it off personally because people want to see who you really 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 are and that's who they appreciate the person that you are so i would affirm to everyone this week or these next two weeks to stand in who you are be proud of whoever you are and if it 
means that it's different than what everybody else has expectations for your your public or your very private life. It doesn't matter. It's all about what you need to have for yourself. Yeah, and I agree. And to piggyback off of that, like, you're not going to be for everybody. So you just got to be yourself and, and stand firm in who you are. And even like as and that doesn't mean that you can't grow and that you can't evolve and that you can't um, shift and change um, based on your personal experiences. But it's OK to just be who you are, because regardless, your people, I think we've said this a million times, your people and your tribe are going to find you. And so it's OK to be who you are because at some point you're going to piss people off. Like it just is what it is. Like everyone's not going to like you. You're not going to be for everybody on social media. Unfortunately, the people who are not for you tend to be the loudest. So it feels like you're not doing something right. Um, but as long as you're self-reflecting and you're being true to yourself, but also um, there, there, I will say there is a fine line with um, taking, um, positive critiques or uh, constructive criticism with who you are, but you don't have to internalize those things completely and change who you are completely. So um, it's okay to be yourself. You are the only you. So be the best you that you possibly can be. And um, as like I said, as we always say, your people and your tribe will find you. So be confident in who you are. <clears throat> okay. So I affirm that you are capable of living your best life. Living my best life. Come on. Get back and fuck with you. So, what I mean by that is while you are capable of living your best life, we all know that in doing so comes hard work. Meaning that there are, so there, there's hard work that may be seen and unseen. And where scrutiny comes in is some people will scrutinize the things that they can see mm. in your hard work. Don't let that stop you from living your best life. That's right. Yeah. But also don't, don't get too cocky where you stop <laughs> putting in the hard work so that you can continue to live your best life. So there's a bit of a catch 22. Wow. Just know that you are fully capable of doing so. Yeah. Um, don't let those other people bring you down. Thank you. I had a great affirmation in the middle of Carol talking and in that time I lost it and I've been trying to remember it and I can't. Jeez. I'm so sad about it. Okay. But I'm going to leave you guys with this. Long pause while I try to still remember. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's coming. Nothing's coming. Oh. Dang, it still didn't come back. It didn't. Shoot. I almost feel like I should play it back and then I'll remember it. But Should we sing? Will that help? Go ahead. What? Try it. I'm so interested to know what will come into my brain once you guys sing. I'm living my best life. Ain't going back and forth with you, nigga. Living my best life. It's not helping. Okay. I'm sorry. Thank you for Another time. I put my love on top. No. Oh, Stop. Come on, baby. She won't save you for that. Oh. <laughs> Beyonce, we're such fans. Please do not send us a cease and desist. <laughs> What if she did? I'd be like, oh my God, she knows us. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be the greatest honor of my life that she would thought to send us one. I would frame one. it and put it on a wall. Yes, and then we would kill this episode. <laughs> we would. <laughs> I'd play
Beyonce said. This is the episode that Beyonce canceled. <laughs> it was our last episode. <laughs> Don't just speak that. It was just the episode we had to cancel. Okay. We still it's the narration. Right. I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember your affirmation yet? Nope. No. She this is helping. All right. It does. I'm just, what's your plan? Come up with another one on ad hoc. Um, I would like to affirm to our listeners that everyone's doubting me because I still don't remember it. <laughs> I thought you were asking. <laughs> Waiting for that. Right. What's next? Dang. Could you be in jeopardy? Should we say box? No. All right. Oh, I can beatbox it. You do it. I'll beatbox. Do it. Do it. Let me turn do off it. my headphones on this. Wait, why are you so busy? Why do I know? I can only beatbox this one song and I don't know why. I think I was like sitting in my grandmother's living room and like this and the little fortune I just got I don't know. This one thing is what I can beatbox. Oh, it looks like you're just getting COVID. <laughs> it's my mic. No one else uses it. And I just got tested yesterday. I am COVID free. I got tested like it was last week though. Okay, so you could definitely be a silent carrier. Girl, no, because I got three shots. Three shot shouty. Three shot shouty. Do you remember your affirmation? I sure don't. All right, we'll see y'all in two weeks. Okay, wait, let me. I still feel like I should come up with one. Try not. I'll just. We should just end it on three. Uh, Or do you want to try? I'll try. It's going to be whack, I feel like. Okay, I want to affirm. To, I feel a lot of pressure. You guys got to stop staring at me. We were all like, "Yeah, she's gonna do it." Right? It's like, trying to give you some reinforcement. Don't forget the focus. The focus is relationships and public scrutiny. Thank you. I mean, I put that in there for you. you we're still here. I have it. Uh, All right. I didn't forget it. Okay, everyone, don't look at her. I just forgot my initial point. Everyone, look down. Okay. Carol was talking about. Um, yeah, reiterate your affirmation. No, I just, I did my, I don't I, remember I'm it. Authentic, now. Authenticity. Oh, authenticity. Yeah. Oh, that word. Spell it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Now the Jeopardy music should be playing for real. What is? Okay, I'm just gonna go off the cuff. I want to affirm that to our listeners that, as usual, everything that is for you is for you. So regardless of what's happening in social media, what's happening in real life, like all you need to do is show up for the people that are a part of your life. Social media is not a a real component. You have to remember that it feels like it wafts and moves and does whatever it does. Public opinion is whatever public opinion is, but you live your one life with the people that are in your circle, the people that know you and love you for exactly who you are. And those are the people that matter. And those are the people that you should continue to keep at front and center. So to remember to keep the things that matter private and keep the things that <laughs> really quiet. It took her 30 minutes to get here and then you're going to burp right in the middle of her affirmation. I'm sorry. Wait, are you breathing? <laughs> Barely. Alright, I'll see you on two weeks. <laughs> All right. You've been affirmed. Have a good day. Bye. Or at least try to anyway. Bye. <laughs>